the just shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow up like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Saint Joseph, espoused to the Virgin Mother of God, and charged with the guardianship of the living bread come down from heaven. Saint Joseph, I say, is the model of monks and of all who aspire to the monastic life. Saint Joseph is the living image of what it means to live by the three vows of the Benedictine profession, obedience, conversatio morum, conversion of the way one goes about living one's life, and stability. First, with regard to obedience, was there ever a man who so listened to the will of God and so allowed it to shape his life and destiny as Joseph. Joseph, son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary, thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And again, arise, and take the child and his mother, and fly into Egypt, and be there until I shall tell thee. And a third time, arise, and take the child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead that sought the life of the child. And when Jesus, at the age of twelve, coming, face to face with his virgin mother and with Saint Joseph in the temple, uttered the mysterious words, Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? Joseph bowed to the mystery of the father from whom all fatherhood takes its name, and adoring the Father's will, accepted to be the earthly shadow of the invisible God, the Deus absconditus, whom no man has seen. The obedience of Saint Joseph lay in his readiness to embrace not only the mysteries revealed by angels visiting him by night, <coughs> but also the events willed and permitted by God, disconcerting events, events revealing the power of God in weakness and the wisdom of God in folly. Such is the obedience of a monk. Now, with regard 
to our Benedictine vow of conversatio morum, was there ever a man who so readily accepted change and humbly submitted to a strange and wonderful way of life? God called St. Joseph to an ongoing change of manners, a change of expectations, a change of certainties, a change of plans. It is an unsettling thing to be asked by anyone to change. But when God asks one to change, the perspective can be terrifying. Where did Joseph find the courage to change? I believe that he found it by gazing into the eyes of his virgin bride, full of grace. Would it have been at supper, in the evening light, while partaking of the bread she had baked? Would it have been in the first light of morning, when she appeared to him lovelier than the dawn? Would it have been when she returned from the village well, carrying a jar of water with little Jesus at her side? Of one thing I am certain, the courage to change comes sweetly and quickly to the man who, like St. Joseph, meets the gaze of Mary. By making the vow of conversatio morum, usually translated as conversion of manners, Benedictine monks promise to change the very things that for the old creature wedded to sin have become habitual. The Immaculate, she who looks upon us with eyes of mercy, gives one the courage to change, to forsake old ways, and to forswear the comfortable compromises that in the end, admit it, bring nothing but unhappiness in this life and in the next. Finally, with regard to our vow of stability, the intro of today's Mass describes St. Joseph as a flourishing palm tree and as a Lebanon cedar. That is to say, St. Joseph was a man with deep, deep roots. If there is anything that wreaks havoc in families and in society today, it is, I think, the instability of men. The inability, or unwillingness, to put down roots before presuming to spread one's branches.
deeply rooted in the portion chosen for him by God, St. Joseph was able to grow and to stretch heavenward and to extend his branches, rich in foliage and laden with fruits. And the Son of God, yes, the Son of God, found protection and security in his shadow. St. Joseph was sturdy, but also supple. He was strong, but also flexible. He was rooted, but able to bend. Thus was he able to weather the storms of adversity and the winds of temptation without breaking. The vow of stability carries with it an extraordinary grace. It allows a man to grow into the full manhood that God intends for him. The complete man is like a tree, deeply rooted, stretching heavenward, and at the same time providing protection, shade, and nesting places for all who find a home in its branches. Any monk with experience of the hard and arduous things by which one goes to God knows that stability goes hand in hand with enclosure. The monk who wants to be deeply rooted will love the observance of the enclosure. And the monk who loves the observance of the enclosure will put down roots and he will flourish and he will bear fruit. St. Joseph, though not a monk, accepted to live within the enclosure of an ordinary existence with Mary, his virgin bride, and with Jesus, the Son of the Eternal Father. His was an apparently confining life. It was within the enclosure of his marriage and family that Joseph put down roots, reaching hidden streams, subterranean streams of living water, and grew, stretching upward to lay hold of the promises of God. Dear friends, I'm preaching really to my sons today. But what I'm saying concerning St. Joseph and the monk can be applied to your states of life as well. The monastic vocation is nothing other than an intensification of the ordinary Catholic life. The priest laboring in the vineyard is called no less than the monk in his cloister to obedience, conversion of manners, 
and stability. Married couples, too, are called to obedience, to conversion of manners, and to stability. This is what it means to found a family. These are, in fact, necessary components in any happy and holy marriage. Obedience, conversion, and stability. There are in every state in life days and hours when one wants to cast aside the yoke of obedience, halt the process of conversion, and run off in search of a change of scenery. You all, I think, I have at least known this temptation. More than one monk of the ancient desert, the monasteries in Egypt, escaped to Alexandria for a wild weekend, and then returned, repentant and humbled, begging to start over again. That being said, under the protection of St. Joseph, and in his companionship, there is courage for the asking and comfort in abundance. And should one fall out of obedience or regress in conversion of manners or give in to the temptation to move out and move on. St. Joseph's strong hand is but a prayer away. St. Joseph's strong hand is but a prayer away. He will always be there to do what fathers know how to do best. That is, to set things aright. And that is why I so love St. Joseph. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.